not do it live. That's the problem, you know, right? And like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to get YouTube to respond or correspond, but this is just not happening. I cannot get it to save stuff. Okay, great. Well, it's just not happening. So that's cool. Yeah. <sighs> Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the channel. <sighs> it is the first rainy day of, two, of, of February because that's how we do it. Yeah. Right? How, how bad gonna, was it? You, guys? you have like a whole, uh, it was it was funny because like I drove out to Target at lunch because we or can't shade. find any of our umbrellas. Of course. And <laughs> I know as soon as I buy one, I'll find like the four umbrellas that we own. As you buy but, it, you walk in home and you stumble on the four. Yeah, but like I, it rained hard this morning. I drive to Target. Beautiful. Beautiful, clear, sunny skies. Drive home, get it, get get the umbrella in. Marie and I are laughing, and now it's raining again. So the 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 excursion that I took, where I maybe needed the umbrella, mm-hmm. I didn't need the umbrella. So it's uh, you, it's pretty great. Life life is pretty much telling us straight out, you don't need the umbrella, man. Just <laughs> yeah, you don't need the umbrella. You got to sing. Stay in the indoors. Rain. No, it, it was, you're Californian. You wouldn't know what to do with water falling from the sky. It's. It was okay. So it was it was such a weird <laughs> weather system because we started the week off with two to three days of like 76, 80, 82 degrees. It was nice. It was warm. It did not feel like it was winter, fall, whatever. It felt yeah. like it was late spring, early summer. Yeah, it was very and, spring. And then and then, of course, the weather's like, nah, let me snap you nah. back to reality. Started to get cold. And then this morning was like, actually, like, seriously, like my backyard flooded. <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah. So it was not fun. Was, we we had that last night. Yeah, we definitely need water. to yeah. see what we can do about the irrigation on our back patio. Yeah. So, everybody, hey, welcome to a tech podcast. I'm feeling this week is going to be, oh, sorry, the name of this podcast is Best of Our Week, as two old guys, TK and Juan, talk about the best tech of their week. And we have just been, like, I feel like we've been on defense since November of last year, Yeah, where stuff is coming in. I don't know about you, but I have actually turned down more uh, product inquiries and, like, review opportunities in Mm -hmm. January than I think I've ever done in my entire tech reviewing career. January is supposed to be that window between CES and MWC where we get a second. Yeah. It has not slowed down at all. The... And and so this is kind of the like the weird. So, okay, I'll, I'll be honest. I felt like December was a little bit slower than it was supposed to be. Like December was slightly off I, because of the a whole arbitrary moving forward of the timeline, like the shift of month, one month. Yeah. Over, we are very much feeling, or at least for me, I'm feeling this January was like my last year's February, where it was yeah. just crazy. It was everywhere. Like, you know, I remember last week in February, I, I was literally traveling, if not once every week, once to twice a week. By the time I got into Barcelona at the end of the, at the, end of the month when we got the NWC and all that. So it was just crazy, 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 crazy. So shift that over to January. You know, we started, I, I think I saw, was it the, uh, the Realme 12 Pro Plus last, uh, early in mm-hmm. January. I got a preview and bam, it shows up. Uh, we have the, you know, the OnePlus 12, the OnePlus uh, 12R. We have obviously the Vivos that came in a little bit earlier as well. But I got, a, yep. you know, I also got the Find X7 uh, Ultra. Um, I got <laughs> a box from Honor that I need to unbox. That like nice. I didn't, did not even know. Was, this is the weird thing. I want to say first and foremost, thank you to the team over at Honor. Love you guys. Thank you very much for the support. But it was like, I got a notification saying there's something coming in the mail from the UK. And I'm like, okay. 
Okay. Who could it be? Because I'm like thinking it could have been a whole bunch of people. Who Typically could it be now? Who could it be? And then, who could it be now? This box. Oh, I know it's not focusing, but I know what that box is. It's focusing on on Goku behind you. Because Goku behind me is the important stuff, Juan. I feel... I'm not even focusing on Your camera... No, that's what I'm saying. Here we are. Okay, I'm back. I feel your camera is is deciding for us that we need to change the topic of our of our podcast. For the love of God, Sony, what happened? Like sometimes it. Oh crap! I'm I'm telling you that poster is is messing you up. There we go. Ooh, that's right. The Porsche design. I have never, ever, ever, ever in my life ever. I'll say ever again. Uh, not again. Hopefully more. But well, I was never, at, when ever. I was at Pocket. Now we used to get those, and then Tony would steal them. And I never got to use one. I ne- I never got to hold one. <gasps> but he was like, "It matches my car." And you were like, "Okay, I guess oh, you drive the Porsche." Last time I saw <laughs> literally, so the last time I saw Tony was at a Huawei event. It was in in Germany. I forgot where yeah. it was. And it was yeah. literally the first twenty minute conversation he and I were talking about. He and, and again, this is all obviously. It's just casually it's inserts that he, he, he loves he yeah, loves he driving his Porsche. The fact that he drove over for you know <laughs> I, I forgot uh, where he was from. But he said you know he drove over and it was like an eight hour drive for him, but he enjoyed it. It was yeah. his car and all of that. So mm-hmm. I, I can understand why he would have been like, yeah, it matches my car kind of thing. But no, um, mm-hmm. it is a, a nice of, car. He a lot of thoughts nice going car, on so. in here about this device. Um, mm-hmm. One of which, uh, I mean, I, I kind of like I was trying to take a look at the box and trying to unbox it. I just never got around it. It's been a busy yeah. day. Day job's been getting busier. I, I picked up again. So it's, whenever that happens, sh- I have to shift priorities a little bit. So you kind of notice how the schedule starts shifting a little bit. But long story short, I got that in that I still need to kind of wrap my head in my head around. But I'm not even done with the other stuff that I have. Like no. I, I'm, I'm like seriously. Legit. I'm not even close. I'm trying to finish yeah. off the uh, the Find X7 Ultra because it, it's gotten a couple of updates that have done a lot of improvement. One of them, I think we we talked about a thing not that long ago, where you can now shoot 4K 60 on all of the lenses, and you can jump between all the lenses mm-hmm. while you're in video. You do not have to stop video and start. Yeah, all lenses are accessible in the slider, or, or you know, the such a nice up. like update. And oh and again, God. it just speaks to like. I feel like we kind of both of us get stuck in that testing and data acquisition phase because mm-hmm. like I refuse. I'm just I am not the guy who's going to sit there and say like day one embargo lifts. I have a review. I think that is such horse poop. But the problem is like like, for example, today mm-hmm. I just got another six gigabyte OTA for the one plus twelve. So it's the same thing that they that happened to the to, uh, uh, to, to the yes. uh, middle of CES before yeah. the thing, in, and and we get a massive update. But why are we getting these massive re like full, so full on ROM updates? I, though I I have to believe that the way they're doing the sort of partitioned update, they're just looking at like rather than trying to patch a few little components, let's just make sure that the operating system from top to bottom mm-hmm. is exactly the image that we want consumers to upgrade to. Um, and, and that's why we're getting the full OS image. We're getting the full OTA. Um, is, but still, mm-hmm. in the change log, there was still quite a bit to address. Oh, and oh absolutely. The, like, 
the OnePlus 12 is already a a noticeably not not significantly mm-hmm. but a noticeably different phone than when we first started putting videos out on it and I get stuck like I got stuck on the Pixel 8 Pro I still need to do some follow-up videos or, or at least some commentary on the Pixel 8 Pro mm-hmm. and yet like it keeps changing like the feature drops are meaningful. Like it, it, it does. I still haven't gotten mine. Evolve the device. Them, uh, the the uh, the update so, that, that didn't show up. I, I I I still haven't gotten the OTA, but it seems from the Play Services side, all of the feature drops of this last January update mm-hmm. are app specific. So like the update to the thermometer that came on its own. The update for Circle to Search that came on its own. Um, it, it, it this is a very different feel for a pixel update but like now i feel like if i were if i had made some kind of commentary about the pixel 8 pro last month beginning of january a couple weeks and i now have a fundamentally different conversation to showcase on the pixel 8 pro it's like i can't put out the highest quality you know, best production value kinds of videos, mm-hmm. knowing that they're going to be obsolete in a month. As people are like finding these videos, like I'm getting comments on my first OnePlus 12 video and I'm having to address questions that like, well, what I said in the video is already out of date. <laughs> it's already obsolete. It's, it's, ma- it's, it's exciting because like we actually do have all of this meaty stuff to tear into, but there's no good platform for continuing this conversation. There was a tech blog, I want to say this was like maybe 10 years ago now, where they tried to do a structure where each blog post was a phone. Okay. And then they would just update that post. The post was like its own sort of hierarchy. So, and so you could basically. follow. So, they, they, so, so it's like an it's almost like a, a running edit list, but it's a it's a kind of list. And as things but, change, but you would go to techblog.com slash galaxy s eight, mm-hmm. and then everything that had happened with the Galaxy S. So instead of having stories about the S eight, it w- it was a column yeah. that was continuously just being updated. I almost feel like I want to look is is that feasible today? Because like in my brain that almost makes more sense. Hey, I just got this little, like I'm futzing around with the Xiaomi 12 S ultra and making sure that it's back up to date again and getting app updates and looking at Xiaomi's most recent uh, OTAs and stuff. And you're like, how, how much, how monster a phone that thing still is. (laughs) Like it is still entirely relevant to the conversation Um, about phones in 2024. To the 13 ultra, we had a massive shift in, in Xiaomi, Leica collaborations and approach to camera, uh, not just sensors, color science, uh, engineering, design, um, right. the concept of having adapters to be able to add lenses or add, adapt, uh, you know, uh, th- that's just changing. All of that's great. Generation over generation. It still doesn't change the fact that if you've got a Xiaomi 12S Ultra, mm-hmm. you can kind of go toe to toe with the Vivo X100 Pro. It's going to mm-hmm. lose a lot of fights, but it's not losing by a lot. No, 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 no. And I think that is still a part of the conversation. Like, if you could buy a 12S Ultra today, yeah, in whatever region that might sell, if you're in China, <laughs> um, no, you'll get a great deal on it, and you're going to get a great bargain from it. But yeah, you can get an incredible deal on it, and it would yeah. be a phenomenally competitive uh, camera-focused device today. So, what does that look like? 
after it's had some updates and after apps and services have updated and like did, did how how has it uh, aged? Reach the twelve S Ultra yet, or maybe? No, it hasn't. Okay, so I I, it, it, it's Ultra. it's still behind there, and I'm still actually I I haven't been able to update my thirteen either, so I might need to see if I can do something sneaky with a SIM card or something like that. Oh, that's um, right. The thirteen we have is global. Yeah. Yes. So and for some reason, is, mine is, is, hasn't gotten anything, but my 13T will update on its own. But my 13 is like locked in place. So it's just the funkiness of whatever is going on with whatever region phone I got. But yeah. short story, incredibly long. It, it, it's I, I'm sitting here on an incredible number of phones. Yeah. I, I also have some embargoed stuff. Like I've got some cool mics and some displays that I can't talk about just yet. Yeah. Um, but like. I need to find some other way to pace out parts of these conversations. Cause like, I know both of us like to make these monolithic 20 minute, let me tell you everything. I, I yeah. really found out about this phone. And then the second I publish that information is going to fall out of, out of date so fast. So I need to see if like, maybe instead what I need to do is like, here is literally just a feature on the pixel eight pro that's a video and that can be two minutes long and I can get on with my day. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe, maybe we can make our vid. Okay. So not that they kind of like throw it just out there, but like thinking about it in segment segmentation, if our videos were made in like, think of it as chapters, right? But not chapters as yeah. in chapters in the video, but actual file chapters, meaning your review would be a playlist. And this playlist yeah. includes, you know, four five, six videos and each portion of the video specifically talks about a specific experience that you're getting out of this by to be at the the performance either be you know whatever benchmark speed blah 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 camera performance video performance and then when an update yeah. does impact that all you would end up having to do is upload a new video to to that subject replace that video in the playlist and then your follower when you're introducing them in the in the intro it still follows the same scheme they just need to hit next 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 to get the so bits. Th that's that that's rationally that's what i tried to do like i had a sort of a samsung specific playlist and an apple specific playlist and you know a oneplus specific playlist and that that strategy you're describing would work yeah. right google has completely devalued playlists on youtube so ah. unless someone knows to go to my channel and look for the playlist for the phone oh, they'd okay. only ever catch the, the little individual pieces. And you're like, well, why don't you just do the whole review? Why are you trying to get uh, extra clicks? You're cheating. Uh, and oh, you just care about money and monetizing. And you're like, it's a two minute video, man. How much do I really care about monetizing? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You got, you got, found, so, man, you got, you, but, but when, when we see all the stuff, when we started up on making our own channels, like the playlist strategy was really valuable, but that has completely been, Sort of. Uh, so you're, you're telling like, me basically I should just ignore from now on a tagging playlist because that's literally like my number. It's second step in in a very long step uh, step program that I go through. To, you know, when I code the videos, it's playlists. I make sure I put them in a playlist because <laughs> I make sure like if you're watching. I still videos, I still do because I appreciate the organization shorts. and yeah. and also people can do really like I have a few people I know yeah. are doing things like subscribing to YouTube channels via RSS readers. Someone oh, actually okay. hit me up and you're like, okay, I'm going to make a video about that. Like you can go and get a free open source RSS feed reader and like just put in your favorite YouTube channels. And then you don't have to worry about smashing the bell icon because you will be updated. 
<laughs> you will get notifications and alerts when new videos come out. You are so, immune um, to the algorithm, my friend. You are not powerful. I'll just make my own YouTube with blackjack and women of ill repute. So um, that's, again, neither here nor there. I have not found what I think is a good strategy to kind of tread water on this stuff. I- I'm going to have to kind of just mix and match with shorter video pieces, yeah, maybe I keep threatening to, to do more written no stuff. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm yeah, we have no control over that. Well, no, no, all. I mean, you can have like, you know, boxes or whatever, but no, we play not, next no, we is don't. not an automatic. Th- we have no control over that because if you did believe me, then that would just give us the modularity that we, we could just potentially never be out. Of but we used to have more tools for things oh, like yeah, yeah. I could put in like an insert. And so while you're watching the video, like text would come up. And say like, oh, this has been changed. Click on this, and you can see a we short. Put, yeah, we and can't we don't, put text boxes anymore. Yeah, or we, if, we don't have any yeah, of yeah. that now. <laughs> and we're not. They don't give channels our size the same capabilities they'll give like Linus. So when Linus makes an oopsie poo in one of his graphics card reviews, he can literally update the video on the link. So he doesn't have to re-upload a new video. He yeah. gets edit in place. I, 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 and if yeah, I had right. edit in place. I would happily, no, but I would happily go back and like hit one plus 11. Hey, this is a quick insert. This is one from the future. Uh, six months later, after I made this video, this thing happened and it was really cool. Okay, back to the original video. I would do stuff like that if I could quickly insert in place. But YouTube yeah. won't let me do that. They only reserve that for their like largest channels who tech I- um, there is, it's, it's, there's a lot of things going on on YouTube's on the back end, and I'm not trying to like point out or kind of push fingers or whatever, or point fingers, but like I will uh, wag fingers. Oh, absolutely, do, you know, do, 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 do you, man? Definitely do. Um, Wagging. I just posted the video for the 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 Mint uh, uh, the the Pixel Eight Pro, right? And yeah. I somehow for some reason I think some people we know have access to be able to post and link. Like you can product link directly to, to YouTube's store mm-hmm. to be able to pick up the mint because the color isn't available everywhere. So like I had no way to mm-hmm. basically monetize the link to anything. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to link it over to YouTube, but Emma, Google, the made by Google store, the Google store is not an option for me. I know some do yeah. have it and some people don't. Yeah. Um, when Samsung was first launching and stuff like that, um, I think somebody from YouTube reached out to try to help me tag the products because they were not available on our site. Like we couldn't tag them manually. But then the moment yeah. the Samsung uh, collaboration went out the door, that contact went, you know, kaput because that just doesn't work anymore. So it, it is a very much you're right. Whoever the level you are, the upper echelon of creators, mm-hmm. I guess I'm saying. But look, what I, what I will say is this. Um, I'm, I may not be doing like, like legit formal reviews as much because I feel like the, the conversation will change. It is. Basically, at the end of the day, what I try to do is I'm, I'm trying to explain what makes this device a benefit to you. What makes this device fit your needs so that if you are looking for something that matches that criteria, that maybe the video can help you understand and appreciate. Like the video that I posted this morning, and I think you 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 really kind of <laughs> you burned me in, the, in, in that pro- private chat we were having this morning because it was like um, you I'm know, so like, mad. Like TK and I are thinking off the same brain, so he's like, "Hey, what do you think of this thumbnail?" And we're like, "You ass!" Yeah, that's that literally, literally the script that I just wrote. Yeah. So no. TK is 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 going to be a day ahead of me on releasing a video where I'm going to have 
probably a very similar take on it, a very similar is, conversation. It is hard, so. though. Like, seriously, it's legit hard. Last year with the X90 Pro, I had a very similar experience. And I felt yeah, I so bad. Because it's, it is something that you enjoy so much, but you don't really get a chance to talk about it other than, like, in, in conversations. Exactly the point now. that I that I wrote out in my script. Yeah, I spent no, more like, time using the phone than reviewing it. I I, so, I I seriously appreciate what Vivo is doing, and I I really I also on I obviously am very big fan of what the ninety three hundred can handle and do. Like seriously, mm-hmm. uh, cutting video, producing, doing everything you want, the audio processing, even the uh, the band support. I'm surprised. Like we have pretty decent band support it's for T Mobile in, yeah. in L A. So that that part took me some time to put it out and it was i tried to vocalize that in the video i'm sorry for being so late it's because i was using it i i don't know it's like a, <laughs> you know like it's like I, I, it's hard it, it was it was in so many pieces since i've received it like a lot of the background stuff that it's just mm-hmm. fun to use but like what you were saying about the 12s ultra and the vivo x100 pro it, it, they are matched in some areas and may even have some competition but yeah, like having this device globally available, like we still haven't heard anything about a Pro Plus. I'm not sure if this is still, no. or maybe they're just slating it for maybe MWC or after. I I am really anxious about Pro Plus because I don't know that it's really going to be better. I like, I think they have. A, I think it's going to be more expensive. Oh, of course. And yes. I think it's going to have a few tech bits that are improved, like individual features that mm-hmm. are upgrades. And one of the crushing things about the X100 Pro is a tier of performance at a price. And I can't see how you can go more expensive and not have a Qualcomm-powered version kind of be a downgrade. So you'll spend more, but... And, and you'll spend more and you'll probably get a few other features that are nice. Yeah. But <laughs> you'll well, spend more and it won't be as powerful. So anyway, I, I, whatever speculation we're kind of we're kind of levying at all yeah, of that. Yeah, no, the, the the whole solo reviewer strategy has become a really complicated one for keeping all of the balls up in the air and trying yeah. to juggle like parts of these conversations and feel like you're really doing somewhat consistent work because not every phone can get all of the same attention. But I'm getting really tired of some of these like major channels like complaining about, well, we had to follow this embargo or I didn't get what I wanted. So I'm just not going to review this phone at all. Or, <laughs> oh, man, I was trying to deal with these graphics card prices and it's just not even worth covering these GPUs. And you're like, but that's your job. <laughs> and if you're telling me that, like, you can't do your job unless you get special white glove, personal, exclusive attention from the manufacturer so that you can monetize videos that other people can't, then I don't really think you're earnestly in this conversation to have fun with tech. I feel like you're sort of just leeching on a momentum of audience that, you know, go do something else. Go go have a more fun time doing anything else. Uh, those are us that are still kind of huffing it in this space. <laughs> like, we're still it, doing it. it, it, it's, <laughs> it yeah, no, I'm. I, I, I totally understand. It, it is a tough <laughs> conversation to be to to try to stay ahead of, and some people are able to. And you're right. I mean, some people feel like it's you know it should be this way, and if it's not, we're not going to do it. I mean, look the 
the viewers that subscribe to the channel, they subscribe for a specific reason. They wanted that a certain conversation being done around different genres of tech. Obviously, there are channels that are dedicated to a specific genre mm-hmm. and they do great. And, that, and I don't know how if it is easier. I, I feel like that's even harder to try to dedicate a channel to a specific subject or a style of videos, um, unless they're like super details and a whole bunch of different things. But we are playing around with some crazy, crazy advanced tech type of hardware we're mm-hmm. talking right here we're talking you know the iq12 like seriously some uh, serious performance improvement year over year but the fact that it's literally one of the first agent threes to come out and the way it performs the gaming uh the overall just the, again iq yeah, being you, the you first don't one you don't do. have to like re resubmit the whole review i mean it's like you can say iq12 and we now know like yeah. oh that used to be a cheap brand yeah that is now crushing is it as a performance oh brand. my god it, it, it that's it blew me it blew me away when i was in hong kong when i got my hands <laughs> i'm on i am so because oh, like, i and, and and thank you because i like i got to spend a little time with your iq 12 and yeah, every time yeah. i pick up my vivo x100 i kind of feel like but i want the flat screen and i want the flat sides on the <laughs> iq it's better i so want yeah, that on the vivo it's better <laughs> It's better for a camera phone to have the flatter, easier to hold frame. I, I, I like curves. So. Edge. No, I, I, I kind of. I like, don't. I hate um, it. It's incorrect. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the OnePlus Twelve. I love the OnePlus Twelve despite having a curved screen. I, I, I'm, I, I'm happy. I've been a Sony nerd for so long. Heart. Yeah, yeah. I want flat. Just give me flat. So yeah. Sony did flat screen, flat sides, curved oh, rectangular yeah. corners. Yeah. They they held on to that when Apple had curved sides mm-hmm. and everyone's now acting like that's only Apple can can have flat sides. But I'm like, I've got I've got the Xperia 1 Mark II right behind me. Um no, seems like Sony stuck with it. I feel more pe- people should should just do that. I'm I'm okay. So just because you kind of in uh, resurrect, not resurrected, but like you invoked the Sony spirits into the conversation <laughs> here, I do really serious. I seriously really hope that we hear from them at some point very soon because I think with the upgraded, uh, upgraded, uh, updated uh, timeline, there's a good chance mm-hmm. that you know April may end up being in March or maybe even February, depending on how the timeline is going to be for them on if we are if we're going to see an Xperia One Mark Six. Yeah, I think yeah, see exactly what they are able to do. There's some rumors starting to circle. That's the only reason why I mentioned it. So I, you know, and putting it out there. I'll be very surprised if we don't hear something from mm-hmm. Sony during MWC. Um, and yeah. I would not be surprised if this is kind of a funky year for Sony because we've seen in the past their timeline can get really messy. Yeah. Like, was yeah. it Xperia 5 Mark III to Mark IV where oh, it was only really like six months in between the release of those two phones because one came so late and the other one came surprisingly early. And knowing that they didn't do Xperia 5.5 here in the United States, exactly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking at the landscape. We know, um, I, we don't know, but it's okay. been indicated on a number of like insider leaker type websites we look at things like the component pricing on all of these new camera sensors on the new batteries and uh also the snapdragon hn3 is is apparently like even more expensive more more expensive than the hn2 was and sony's one of those companies that like they make really stupid expensive phones but they don't like anything eating into their profits and if they can't launch a phone at a comparable price and still have enough of that profit margin built into the phone, 
They just kind of wait until they can. <laughs> so well, you're right. You're right. They, they H&M, probably H&M, didn't yeah, want to have to. The price for that will start. Well, of, it will scale. Yeah. You know, when, yeah, once you scale. see that manufacturing mature, I do not believe Sony was anywhere near that conversation against Oppo and uh, BB, uh, the Oppo, Vivo, and Xiaomi, mm-hmm. where they were trying to get the HN3 at the end of 2023. Oh, not Sony is like I'm, I'm, Xiaomi was like I am I, I'm not I'm no longer going to wait till after the show I'm going to be on sure. stage and I'm going to show you the phone <laughs> like but that's what I mean is like Sony's yeah. not going to like we'll pay top dollar just to be firsties like yeah. that's not Sony Sony's going to like f you pay me and that's how Sony operates so until Sony can get their f you pay us margin to where they want it I think they'll just sit it out. And also, we saw a rumor. Um, instead of doing another Xperia Pro, have you seen the, this leak? No. Okay. What do you, so, what do you... so I, 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 it's somewhere buried on the Discord, and I can try and find the link uh, if you want. But instead of doing an Xperia Pro, um, okay. it looks like a portable 5G connected display for okay. your camera. It looks like an you Xperia just, screen. You, you just described an Xperia Pro, but go on. But you flip it over, it's like three times thicker, and it has actual full-sized data connection and video ports. So instead of doing like a micro HDMI, it's got full-sized ports, and that's how you connect it to a camera, and it becomes a broadcast solution, kind of like an Xperia Pro, but it's built to be a monitor, not to be a phone. So it loses and the so. So I think it it might have something on it, but again, I'd have to go and dig, and it's like not the best image to, so, to check yeah, out. No, no, the I mean, important part was, yeah, the important part was is that it's it's a display. So yeah. instead of doing another Xperia Pro, this to me is kind of the evidence that like Sony might be whittling back their presence in phones. You learn a lot doing an Xperia Pro, which is supposed to be kind of a broadcast modem solution for television it is. cameras. Absolutely. Yeah, that was yeah great. Do you need to keep making the phone? No. You've learned what you you've needed to learn about putting all those parts together. I, you're right. The Pro I is you very, learn, not exactly, yeah. You learn what you need to, and then you can take the same kind of collection, the bucket of parts that you've got from all of your phones, and you can make something that's a bit more specific. Mm-hmm. It's not an exotic phone, but it becomes a more useful broadcast photography and streaming tool. No, so no. that, I like... I could see maybe Sony just scales it back. Maybe we go down to like two phones over the course of 2024. Maybe yeah. maybe we just have like one of the Xperia 10 variants in there and an Xperia 1 and we kind of whittle out what the Xperia 5 stood for. I mean like Sony is always unknown until the device lands in our lap. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they you know, are it, very unpredictable. It, it's, it's unpredictable, but it's also I mean they have they have a few things that they kind of stick to at least the last few generations. We can see the the general philosophy of it, but you're right. Like again, the Xperia 5 this year or the the 2023 version of the Xperia 5 is different than the previous years of Xperia 5. It's not a small one, it's a, a 5. It's like its own little it, it has yep. its own little category now as opposed to being trying to be that, you know, that um smaller nimble uh kind of a version of the older brother kind of thing the xperia 10 is a tough choice i feel like the xperia 10 is so separate from the series because i got a chance to play with it i have the xperia 10 from not last year i think the year before um 
and it is very a very different product. It shares maybe some aesthetics, but the performance is just much less of what we think as Xperia. Like if you come from an from the flagship side on the one side or the five side, the ten doesn't feel like it's related. I feel like if you're just coming into it, you may appreciate it a little bit more. But we'll have mm-hmm. to see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Sony Sony is still in the conversation, I think, to a certain point. But a pro as a display, it is a different shift, but it makes more sense to what the pro was originally meant were yeah. made for because it was designed to be connected to an Xperia camera. It's designed to be a, a connected journalist on the go, uh, you know, run and gun kind of type of situation sure. with hopefully good UW connection at the time. Um, and I think that's the thing that I appreciated the most about it. We both appreciated that, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I, I still so, would love to so see what this Black Sheep 19 just joined the conversation and wanted to know which one did you say, TK? Okay. That the camera was better, Vivo or Oppo? Remember how you said that one was definitively better than the other, and and Black Sheep was like, "Hey, I just I just missed it. If you could just repeat for everyone, and that we could have it on video, and I'll clip it and I'll put it up on TikTok." I said, um, but that you just tell me, but you just, just tell me. Uh, no, he said just joined. Which camera did you say was better, Vivo or Oppo? And so if you if you just want to kind of tell the audience what you said earlier, what you said earlier that okay. one was better than the other, objectively. That okay. I'm going to make this. And... The announcement is going to be very clear. It's going to be very dis- definitive. It is very, very nice. So yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm best, ready. I'm ready. Let's, let's hear it. The, be- the, be- the best camera between Vivo and Oppo. Between Vivo and Oppo is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel I how you could have been any clearer. I, I, I feel like that totally you know uh nailed it and stuck the landing like yeah that is the important part it is very specific i hope no one missed that it was it would have been awful if like something had happened to your internet connection and you just cut out on that last bit they they seem like it would have been really sad on my monitor but i just wanted to make sure that that was the the, no no i mean i I saw you i mean like you didn't you didn't like leave my my window here so so there you have it folks that that was the uh the the definitive answer it, it is. I, I've been having a lot of these conversations. This, by the way, it took me. Oh yeah, of of like and like hundreds of gigabytes of samples and comparisons and 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 shootouts. Um, double blind. So uh, double blind. Also, just uh, you know. What, oh, what of course, them, uh, of course. Research? Yeah, of course. D- double blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. You, you um you got to so you can eliminate all the bias. No, no. Oh, I um, had myself blind. I had the person that I was talking to blinded up. Uh, uh, I uh, I, uh, I blindfolded yeah, myself you know, before exactly. I even shot we the photos from the camera. I had no idea what photos I was even taking. That's how you do double blind is everything is blind. So there you go. (laughs) You walk in and Um, you're like, let's talk. (laughs) Well, actually, in that situation, it's Vivo. (laughs) 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 If I'm pitch blackness um, and I can't see anything in in the room, well, Vivo wins that fight. (laughs) (laughs) Make something out of nothing. (laughs) So, but no, no, I I, like. um, I, Increasingly, I the camera. Many, many times, but yeah, cameras. Are yeah, like, I, but it's too nuanced. Increasingly, yeah, yeah. the camera conversation is so. I I I drive myself a little bit crazy. Okay. Because I, I have had such lovely experiences with all of these different devices, and when I hear someone casually just offer up like, but Samsung colors or iPhone video, and there's no data or there's no specificity or there's no context to what they're trying to say, it immediately locks my brain because every single premium tier and ultra tier device that we've played with 
has very specific pros and cons. As soon as you start spending more than like $600 on a phone, you really should be looking at like, what is it about what I like to do on a phone? Is this phone going to satisfy? And that comes down to the camera and it comes down to very granular, um, very specific differences in all these cameras. And and it's it's frustrating because like you've got to kind of undo this single number score mentality that has cropped up in our tech reviews that like this phone is a 17 and this phone is a 19. So that phone has the better camera. And you're like, but again, like we were just making that joke. If you walk into a pitch black room and you've got a phone and you want to pull something out of that image with a night mode, well, there are hugely different performance variables on all these phones. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, if I were in that situation and I wanted night vision, I would look at a Vivo. So it's it's the easiest way for me to never answer you is just to ask, well, I mean, like, well, which one has the best camera? Because, like, there is no criteria. I need criteria to tell you, like, how does that work? You can't be objective about which one's the best camera because at the end of the day, what you like... Well, because there's no criteria. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to go... I'm going to fight you a little bit on, like, kind of an old-school camera reviewer idea. Like... Yeah, let's go. If you tell me that there are specific things that you like to shoot or there's a style of photography that you're trying to accomplish, I will say there are definitely phones that execute to a higher degree or get these things done better or you'll appreciate the workflow for this. If you're just coming at me point blank and you're like, bestest camera, I'm probably just going to gnaw my arm off out of that conversation and say, "Uh, get a pixel. Ah! And then, like, run away. Because <laughs> if, 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 if that's the sort of consideration of mobile yeah. photography, I'm assuming you take the phone from your pocket, you push the shutter button, and you put the phone back in your pocket. And if that's your style of photography, there is no better option than a Pixel. But as the, soon as you give me... Is very good on that one, yeah. And, and, but as soon as you give me any kind of, like, well, I really like to take pictures of flowers. I like to take pictures of my kids playing sports indoors in 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 like in the gyms i like to take photos of landscapes i like to take photos of like portraits or street photography or any any subgenre of photography now i can say oh well what you want is this or you're looking for sensors that can do that or you should really be paying attention to high resolution modes or mm-hmm. maybe it's it's a you're disabling hdr settings so that you can get this type of burst rate on your shutter speed i mean like I just need something. <laughs> I just need you to point me in some direction because that's what's been so fun about all of these phone cameras is that they are legitimately different. Exactly. No, I, and I, I don't disagree. I think this is one of the things that it's been the hardest part of me trying to get my mind wrapped around this. So, okay. So if you had asked me the, this question at the end of last year between the Find X6 Pro and the mm-hmm. X90 Pro, uh, X90 Pro, I would have told you that both are so, great devices. But I would have. I would have leaned Find X6. Yeah, yeah, and I would have. That was how I felt at the end of at the end of 2023. The Find X7 Pro, uh, sorry, Find X7 Ultra. There's no Pro. Is uh, it, it needed a couple of updates. It's still in the same genre of what what Oppo's trying to do. They're elevating their experiences. The camera lenses. They're using the newer one inch sensors. There's a lot of good features built into this. And I think the biggest thing that I needed was a couple of software updates to get the the tuning and everything done correctly. Like I said before, 
having a feature where I'm in the same video, I can shoot the multiple lenses, I can get the same thing, and their color science is close enough that they're you don't mm -hmm. really notice the difference. That is a mm -hmm. big update that I would have totally missed had I jumped on and tried to make a video right within a week or so of getting it. I had you have to live with the phone. The X70 Pro Plus and the X90 Pro and the X100 Pro, we've had months with. We got ours early. I mean, I got—I was one of the first batches to get them, but essentially I got it at the end, like uh, almost the beginning of December. So I had literally two months with that phone. The Find X7 Ultra, uh, I haven't had a whole month with it yet. So there, you have to kind of, again, um, set up the, the expectations with it. So what I will say is this, both are great devices. Both are offering a different approach to their photography. And I feel like Oppo this year is doing a little bit different science. The color science is a little bit different than last year. They're not trying to be as much as very poppy as we had last year with the colors. And they're trying to be a little bit more true to life in the in the, uh, the reproduction of the images that they're putting out. So that takes a little bit of difference. Adjustment from Find X6 Pro to Find X7 Ultra takes some time for me because I really like mm -hmm. the Find X6 Pro so much. That was literally the way I love the, uh, the X100 Pro. The Find X6 sure. Pro carried me through the end of the year, and I took it with me. Even when I went to Oppo's HQ, I was using my Find X6 Pro to film most of my my clips. Yeah. It's that type of and solution. Yeah. Well, I was probably on board with you, and I really didn't find my footing with the X90 Pro until pretty deep into mm -hmm. 2023. I did not – I loved the X70. I loved the X80, and I – kind of just sort of liked the X90 until I kind of put it where I felt it was in a better position against competition. Like, we it's a good phone for this, but... Well, however... Right, the X80 Pro didn't have as much competition. That was the other thing. The X90 Pro had well, too big competition. The X80 Pro had maybe the 12S Ultra. We didn't have... 12S, 12S Ultra came out swinging, though. Yeah, 12S, 12S Ultra, and then also... Yeah. You, you you had um uh you had Sony in there with a Pro I. Yeah, you I had Google there. really s switching up their Pixel strategy and going to a larger image sensor on the six Pro. Yeah. The eighty Pro actually did have a surprising a fair amount of pretty brutal photography competition all around it. Mm -hmm. Um, but but even for what we're discussing, like I I'm with you in most shooting scenarios, I was leaning towards Find X six. But if yeah. you tell me, hey, man, I'm really doing a lot of astrophotography and I'm doing a lot of low light stuff and you're like you can't beat a Vivo. So, again, it still comes down to if you've got some specificity in, in what you're trying to describe, what you like to do on your mm -hmm. phone, yeah. I can really quickly close in on. This is something I think you're going to dig. There's going to be a bunch of stuff that's probably going to rub you the wrong way. But if you're telling me that you love taking night mode photos, really like night into day kinds of image processing, you want that fastest burst HDR processing kind of, uh, kind of experience, like you got to go vivo. If you're telling me that you want the better collection of camera sensors with the most consistent color science and a better uh, telephoto for macro shots, well, that's an Oppo. You know, it's like already those are two fundamentally different consumers and I would never recommend the same phone yeah. to each one of those people because one would be absolutely the wrong fit for their style. Exactly. Um, no, no, I, and, and that's that's what's so so critical. And it's what's so difficult to like get out in a conversation because it's like as soon as I go down that path, most of the people I meet, like their eyes have already started glazing over. As soon as like, well, what do you like to do on your phone? I don't know, like take pictures of my kids. Like, really? 
you get, get something more than that. You, like a two hundred dollar phone is going to take fine photos of your kids. Yeah. Like yeah. you're going to stage them, and you're going to have a nice little for the gram moment. Go 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 get like a Pixel Four A. You're going to be great. <laughs> so we'll. One of the things I'll probably say the the biggest difference, though, at least this year with the way we got the devices, is the again we don't have a Pro Plus. There is, I mean, the X100 Pro is. Mm-hmm. I, I still think it's no. You're right. It it really doesn't need improvement. I feel like because we don't have the X1 uh, the X100 Pro Plus yet, the X100 Pro has been getting a lot of love. The amount of I mm-hmm. just finished installing an update yesterday as I was shooting the yep. video. I got another update. I, I was like, I'm in the middle of shooting this video. Yeah, but, okay. Let's remember last year with the X90 Pro. We didn't get this much love. The no. X90 Pro did not get this much updates. And if, if we were lucky enough to get a few later on, the things that this this is, yeah. is it's showing that, you know, again, Vivo's focusing on, on the on making sure that we get the better product. The software update fixed all the concerns I had with the initial couple of days when I had my device. Mm-hmm. It took a couple of weeks for them to get the software pushed out, but it was when they were done, they did it, they did it right. And 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 I got the phone in like pretty much a polished state. I like, I didn't go through any of the teething things that you went through. Look, I was unique. Not everybody it was so had nice. Problems. Let me it just tell bad. you, you open the box and it just works and you're like, man, TK, I don't see what your problem is. This phone's awesome. I, I, I reached out to a few of our <laughs> friends that had the same device at the time I got mine. And they're like, no, dude, mine, mine's running the latest software. I don't know what, Flickr, what? Yeah. No, it, it wasn't, it was just a weird, it was very weird, but let's see, I'll say this. Um, I think right now, I'm, I'm again. I'm finishing up my review for the Find X7 Ultra. It's not going to be a surprise that I obviously like the device and I appreciate what we have in there. The surprise part of it is the changes that they've done. But I will still say though, the the three X zoom lens that we have in here, I'm still leaning towards the Find X7. Like the way they do that, their their telephoto on this, the bokeh, the mm-hmm. color, the the. The, the subject separation with the expanded background that kind of just pops in behind like there's a oh my god it's just beautiful beautiful pictures like i took a picture of the sun and not the sun uh it was the sky and i just decided to let's see can we get sony to do this i don't, I don't think so, sony's focus oh there it is yeah so this was actually an image i took a picture of the sun through the clouds when it was raining and when i look at it i was like oh my god this picture is so oh. beautiful. Like it's crisp. Hold on, let me see because I have. Hold, the hold on, we were like literally. This is the perfect example. This is exactly. Oh, that is a nice shot. I do like that. So it because it, it almost it almost looks like um like some kind of gemstone. It does. You know, like when you see the, like granite, you get the color shift between the clouds where the sun is hitting it when it's coming out, and you also yeah, get yeah, that, that's really nice. So beautiful. And, and, like, and we're talking about just casually pointing a camera up at the sun and getting like that kind of exposure. Yeah, it, it, like that's, and just a crescent. And then I was like, nice. oh, this, this is a beautiful thing. And then of course you, you turn that in, and then you get images like, like this is from my lunch a, a week ago. You yeah, know, it's just images we like had salads. This. Yeah, exactly. I, and, you can you can see my hand also taking a photo of my salad because that because <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do, dude. That's it's, what we do. I didn't share that do. photo on Instagram. I was supposed to share that photo. So uh, I, 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 I would just like to push pause on our on our camera appreciation here. Sorry, yes. The difficulty of keeping up with the broad spectrum of all these different devices and all the different updates and all the new services and features, literally. As we were talking right now on my Vivo X100 Pro, this just popped up where Nearby Share is now called Quick Share. Oh, you like, we finally got the update. Did it, that, that no, 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 but that's just it. 
not not on Samsung and Pixel. Like no, Samsung's had it. The, the, uh, I sorry. know, TK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We know Samsung called their thing Quick Share, and then Samsung and Google worked together to replace Nearby Share, and that was Samsung and Pixel. Yes. But as a part of this conversation, the Android side of that is now pushing to other devices too. So like following that up is like a bunch of people are going to go, oh, yeah, I already had it on my Samsung. Yeah, because it was always called quick share on your Samsung. That's like, it's like in this moment, I am dealing with updates on a two-year-old phone. I just got this pushed to a brand new phone. I'm working on all of the individual app and feature updates on the Pixel 8 Pro. And I'm trying desperately to tread water and keep my head above. (laughs) But I don't have this update on, like, my OnePlus or my OnePlus Open or any of those devices. So, like, this compartmentalized, this uh, stratified conversation of features and improvements and bug fixes and patches is breaking my brain. Like, I do not have enough time in the day just to yell out my back window all the things that are changing in the world of tech right now. It's ever, ever changing, and it is a the the, I need the to updates check. Are, are, are just basically... No, so I just checked on mine. My X100 Pro doesn't have that. So I got the update yesterday, I, I, but I don't. I, have I just want to see. Like, let me, let me, let me run more. See if I've got other app updates on like my One Pluses. Because again, <laughs> that that's going to drive me nuts. A Vivo getting Quick Share. I don't have Quick Share on my Pixel yet. I mean, you already have it on your Samsung because it's a Samsung thing. But like, oh, and I was th- like, this I, I, stupid me goes on the Find X Ultra Seven Ultra. <laughs> it's not going to show up there. Hold on, yeah, I got to start. Uh... So the the yeah. So Although I, we just did get, if you check your OnePlus Open, we just got an update to the HeyTap shelf. Yes, I so did. That was part of the, update. the 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 Open's multitasking capabilities are getting an improvement, and that just showed up. Oh my god, that. I'm so exhausted, man! I need no, to take yeah, a nap before I go to bed. <laughs> it's still called Nearby Share uh, on my uh, on my Open as well. All right, and, 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 and it, let me check right. my it OnePlus be... Twelve. Oh, 31 updates. Like, dude, it's like almost like I never updated my phone. No, like, I just, all of my phones have just gotten like a bucket of updates. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I no. ran my OnePlus 12 this morning because I had a call with Ricky, the YouTube mm-hmm. tech guy. We've been talking, we've been arguing about wireless charging versus quick charging. So we might turn that into a video just because like he really has strong feelings about this and I love it. Um, but like, I ran my OnePlus 12 this morning all the way down to zero. Oh. That's when I got the six gigabyte upgrade. <laughs> then after I ran that six gigabyte OTA, I updated all of my apps and now I have 12 more app updates. Like that is okay. Where, where how, how, how TK, how? So I, speaking of older phones that you've been playing with, you probably will remember <clears throat> this guy, one of our old favorites. Yeah, I love XL. your your creamsicle orange. Yeah, and of course now the focusing is just going bonkers. No, it was just um like I was trying to figure out like will this actually get Android fourteen because it's technically like over four years, and um I just uh, like I updated I got Android thirteen installed on it. It's just, it's just been a while and it says update available. Oh my god, this notorious resume. Yeah. It's an 18 megabyte file download. It decided to stop halfway and ask to resume because mm-hmm. 
when I, I never asked understand it, that about pixels. I it, don't it get it. It doesn't make sense. No, no, it just does like a flat out doesn't make sense. If I asked it to update, if it was an auto update, maybe, right? But if I personally push the check for update button, why would you ask me to resume? Like, what is the purpose behind that? Is it purely to relieve uh, did you mean it? server congestion? But did you really yeah, mean it? At- <laughs> it's like one of those jokes. But yeah, even even on this one, I don't have uh, nearby. Uh, what's it called? Nearby share function. Let me let me check on my twelve. I mean, if if it if anything, that would be the one. Oh wait, your your four XL never had nearby share. No, sorry, sorry. Quick share over nearby share. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, nearby. Yeah. I was going to say yeah, like, like because my my Pixel doesn't have quick share. It's no, still like, nearby. I don't, share. I don't even have a circle to search that uh, uh, function added. Seriously. Yet. I, I just, Still doesn't show up. Did you update? Okay, so what I, I had to do, update. yeah, I, I haven't gotten the OTA, but what I had to do was update everything. And again, mm-hmm. I just checked my Pixel 8 Pro. I updated all of my apps last night on the Pixel 8 Pro, and yeah. I just had thirteen more app updates to run here, and a lot of them are Google services. But run all of those app updates. Just also double check that you're up to date on your Google Play services, not your, yeah. not just your, the. That, uh, yeah, yeah. Not just the Google like actual OTA update. Then once everything's installed, reboot the phone, and then I got Circle to search. Okay. So I got that last. Well, I got it yesterday, but I mean, I I threaded it um, last night because I, I wrote a really snarky thing to Google, like the actual Google Pixel team on Threads, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Here's where I would talk about Circle to search if I had it." Oh, I saw um, that. Well, yeah, that you posted that. I think last week, late last week, or something. And then, like and then last night, I finally got it. So now I can I can circle the search. But I want to see, like, maybe if I reboot my phone after all of these updates, that maybe my Pixel will also have Quick Share. It's update, just I I can't update. I can't handle. It makes me happy because what that means is this is a component of Android that is getting updated independently of. Mm-hmm carriers and manufacturers so that's a good thing but it is a very fractured feeling right now that google lens is working on some phones but some phones have circle to search and some phones have better transcription and some phones have better speech to text and some phones now have quick share but older phones still have nearby share and i don't love that i'm not the i'm not the guy who's going to sit there and whine and cry about Android fragmentation, but feature fragmentation hits a little different for me than operating system fragmentation. I want everybody to at least be able to speak the same language. And please, and it's already hard enough getting people to use nearby share. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. Oh crap! Okay, I have a lot. I have 56 updates. How did that? I'm telling you, dude. We we got hit. It was like a the harvest season for app updates right now. There's a quite a few Google Google apps like wallets being updated, a ton. services. Google Translate's getting updated, and I bet you there's probably some like extra functionality into like that sort the of side by side translate. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. The well, we've had when when Samsung showed it showcased the translator app. I'm like, yeah, Google Translate's been doing that for a while though. But like, okay, continue translation. Yeah, that's been a Google thing for a while. It's like so. It, there's a lot of things that I finally see. Like, what what I appreciated was the fact that we were starting to see some of the. I'm not gonna say cool googly bits, but like the the, the special just, pieces of. 
I just did 13 app updates on my Pixel 8 Pro. It finished, and then I said, check for more updates, and it just gave me three more. You, you, you just I'm never going to be holding done. your breath long enough, my friend. Like, no, seriously. Like, I'm. Let me let me update these apps, and then I'll reboot my phone. No, but like but this. <laughs> seriously, that that one function of the "Are you sure you want to update?" That still that just needs drive to me nuts. Yeah, especially if it's I, initiated I, by the user, you should not if, ask if, for the resume. If it was automated, I maybe. ever ever get the chance to bend another Android engineer's ear. I'm a. I, I'm going to be very vocal on. Hey, this is silly. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Right, you can see the phone has enough charge. You can see the user said install the update. Just do it. Do what we asked you to do, my friend. Like Gboard is getting okay. They drive. Oh, family. All right. Is getting an update. I like that one. Restart Home. and Pixel 8 Pro has finally finished updating all those apps. OnePlus Open has finally updated all of those apps. Let me check my OnePlus 12. What mother? Another batch. I just ran, was it 11 or 12 updates? And now LinkedIn all, decided all the, it needed to update. All of the developers for these apps are waiting. They're like, okay, he's finished. Push more. Push more. Okay, batch B, you go first, then batch C, and then and then go back to A afterwards. And, no, I know it's it's not a it's not a it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Oh my god, there's just so many updates at this point, it is, and it is coming in from different different places. I think Circle to Search is super super functional. I I really am excited for that, and I really hope more devices oh. get it faster. One plus open. Ah, quick wait, share. Oh, oh. Okay, hold on a second. Let me I quick gotta, share I, on the OnePlus Open. I got to see if the OnePlus Twelve is uh, is getting its quick share action on. Okay, so this just... is this is getting pushed out more broadly. So this okay, I did a video today talking mm-hmm. about camera sensors and the differences between the OnePlus Twelve and the OnePlus Open and some of the controversy surrounding Sony's new sensors. In that video, um, I used the subject isolation on the OnePlus 12. And so I did these little cutouts and they're transparency cutouts for the Open and the OnePlus 12. I edited that video uh, shortly after lunch. And when I shared this, it was nearby share. All right. So Mm -hmm. today it was still called nearby share. And and we're saying, yeah. We're saying like seven hours ago. So I want to see my open now says quick share. And see, my OnePlus 12 is still nearby share. It, it's not, yeah. And I'm checking on mine. It's not, it's not in there. It's not at all. Like, I, I can't. All right, let's see, let's see on the out. pixel. One <laughs> will be like, all of mine got together. I got on the final, I finally got on the good server. I got to see, I got to see, I got to see. I'll try with my photo of the BMW and the Capybara. Okay, so Google Play, there's a system update for Google Play. Let me just put that in. So maybe that is going to fix my problem on the on the open. So I'm going to download that and install that. If that fixes One plus, it. Uh, Pixel 8 Pro is quick share now. Mine still right, says. <laughs> it's an, I think it, it must be the, the core update that I don't have installed yet. That's probably why it is. Let's see. Yep, and now it's asking me to restart my phone. Let's do this. Let me double check on the on this one because I think I, and I want to say it's probably that. But either way, I mean the fact that, that so it now I have 
I have yeah. two phones in front of me. One has quick share and the other has nearby share. And I just want to see real quick if they can talk to each other. So let me turn Bluetooth back on. And why, why am I not connected to Wi-Fi, Pixel? You should definitely be connected to the Wi-Fis, the Wi-Fis. All right, so I'm going to try a uh, course, quick there's share. Oh, and the icon just changed down in the dock, too. It is now the quick share icon. So I'm going to send to the OnePlus 12, and it's connecting, and it's received. Okay, so we still have proper nearby share cross-phone compatibility. Oh, yeah, no, no, so the I'm not feeling... The, the function doesn't go away. I think the biggest thing that it took me to get used to was the fact that... Uh, the architecture is like you're seeing it's just different a different layout. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the layout is different. And like, so hold on, let me see. Now the other test is can quick share still NFC share with here. Let me delete this. Cause it's the thing I wish we still had Android beam, but you can kind of do it a little bit. So you set up your quick share to say, I want to share this file. And then you swipe, um, you tap the phones together and the NFC does not appear to be working between... Oh, no, wait. It says ready to receive, but it's not sending it. So just go ahead and send it. Nearby share. Temper... Go ahead. Mm, nope, that doesn't look like it's working. That's a bummer, because I really liked being able to like share this file, and then I would just tap the two phones together so I wouldn't have to sit there and wait for things to, <laughs> to scan and to find. You get them to... Uh force communicate okay. yeah exactly let me see okay this this is going to be the the tried and true share nope so nearby share okay well that's just not happening for my side haha ha. no i i thought it was the google play uh service uh update but no it didn't man i, I really want to go back to, to android beam update. i want nfc i want nfc back do the thing Question is, do you know where your NFC? Oh no, no. Wait, on the on the OnePlus Twelve, though, it's, you're supposed to have a more of a wider uh, antenna catching thing. You're not gonna, you're not supposed to be doing that long of a dance. Like at this point, you look like you're t- trying to start fire. Oh, <laughs> OnePlus Twelve. Oh, pixelated. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, children, children, oh. please, please. This is sorry. Uh, Juan just. Took I it kept it PG thirteen. <laughs> After dark. You know, for, for the audio version of the show, yeah, maybe you kept it PG thirteen, but I assure you, for the for, for the non audio version, and and I, I did disrobe my Pixel Eight Pro's little magnetic uh, wallet backpack, so it was oh. lewd. Um, so that's pretty great. Yeah. I'm going to be really bummed if we if we lose out on NFC just because we wanted to use Samsung's Quick Share. That I really liked that tap and share. Oh, there's a new update, of course, of every. I just updated everything. What are you talking about? There's an update. Ah, Google Facebook. Okay, photos are getting updated. JGJ is like watching you guys update devices is so entertaining. <laughs> I feel there's just a little bit of sarcasm attached to that comment. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. We're watching guys just do their I got maintenance. More updates. How did that happen? <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's go back in here. I love it. Let's do this. I, I, I just seriously want to see do I have. Wait, this looks different. Oh, no, I still have nearby share. Okay, forget about it. That, that's just not going to happen. And I and I don't have circle to search. You know, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to go to sleep at some point and just forget about it. it. It is the weirdest update process that I don't have a straight line to explain. 
Vivo X100 to OnePlus 12 did NFC tap and share. That was pretty cool. I just can't do it with a Pixel. Uh, this is so frustrating. I want it all to work. <laughs> I just want a consistent... If I can do it on one phone, I can tell people about it, and then they can do it on another phone, and that's just not what it is. I'm, I'm so stuck far <gasps> behind you. I literally have only one phone that can do... The nearby share, the the sorry, the quick share function. The quick share. And that's purely yeah. because it was built before. It was it was supposed to have that exclusivity for a few weeks, and that's the only reason I have it. But I'll, I'll say this: look, um, little updates like that are functional, but I think we need to have a little bit more information for people to know where they went, because nearby share, by definition, if you relied on it and you knew where it was. The moment that mm-hmm. goes away and you get a new icon for quick share, yeah. you don't necessarily put one and one together. The, the, the titles don't necessarily kind of blend in. And then when you I, click it. I, I feel like this is yet another consistent failing of Google's branding. Because like, yeah, no, I like if we had just kept the name Hangouts, consumers would still be using Hangouts. Even if the underlying tech was fundamentally different, we never would have gone through the Allo Duo. We wouldn't be messing out, messing with like Teams and Meet and all this other stuff. Teams is Microsoft. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. But yeah, we, we have all of these dumb names for things. And if you had just stuck with the name, consumers would have a lot more confidence that you had been iterating on an idea of connecting people and keeping their conversations secure. And now we're kind of doing the same thing. Apple has AirDrop. Yeah. Great. Do you think they're ever going to change the name on AirDrop? No. But to appease Samsung, Google's like, oh, okay, well, we'll make it quick share. And like, why? Now I need to explain to like family members, no, you don't look for the nearby share icon now. Now you look for the quick share icon. And it even needs to be a different icon. And that's so lame. It's just so much time out of our day spoon-feeding people into doing the exact same thing that they were already trying to do before, but you needed to change the the name and the logo. The name and the logo and uh, give Samsung a leg up on a feature that is supposed to be built into your functional operating system. So those are the things. I mean, look, look don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate the fact that we're getting somewhat of an, an uh, I'm not going to say normalized, but like at least somewhat of a unified ac- approach to certain things like sharing. You can tell once this rolls out, regardless of the fact that it was obviously to appease Samsung, every device will have a quick share. It's no longer going to be the one or the other. My question would be though is, does quick share work on Samsung's tech as well as uh, the, I mean, are we getting... Are we getting the functionalities that we used to have on Samsung devices for the quick share functionality between each other? Is it only work better on Samsung because they had the native native protocols built right. in before nearby and everybody else just gets nearby rebranded as as uh, quick share. So because at the end of the day, 90% of my issues with any time where you get a device that's not international is we don't have the quick share functionality. That was my number one gripe yeah. about uh, the Find X6 Pro. It was not that I didn't love the phone. It's just content sharing from that device required me to connect it to the phone or upload to Google Photos for me to download the content off of it. So when I'm traveling, and it, this was a much bigger problem on my Mac before I discovered uh, the app, I think forgot Josh, our buddy Josh Vergara introduced me to, uh, that fixed ninety, like almost like 95 to 96% efficiency where I can connect my phone, I can download my content, and it works perfectly. 
But prior to that, it was like, literally, it was like a guessing game. I didn't know if I was going to be able to transfer my stuff. So I always connected it to an SSD and I transferred it to the SSD from the SSD onto my hard drive on my computer to do my edits. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping at some point we'll have better connectivity. I also hope that at some point OnePlus brings over um, Oppo Share. And call it OnePlus Share or do whatever. Kind of like how Realme does it. Yeah. Just give us the ability of doing quick transfer because that will be a lifesaver for me. Like I love the open. I use the open. I still like daily daily drive the open for my work phone, and it works really mm-hmm. really nice. It's it's the beautiful the aspect between the two. Very. very I also good. think it's it's fair that we maybe start bringing up other conversations. Like, so I I I'm working in a mixed computer laptop desktop phones tablets. I've got way too many computing devices. Yeah. yeah immediately yeah. around me. So this is a, a unique problem for a tech reviewer. Average consumers likely don't have this issue where it's like, oh, I was going to do this review on this phone. What other phone did I use to shoot B-roll of the phone that I'm reviewing? I've got to check three oh, phones and then make sure find, I upload that find, footage yeah, and move that stuff yeah, around. Yeah. So, oh my God, yeah. But my solution still could help other people. So yeah. if we need to transfer files back and forth between Marie and I, yeah. we just dump everything on the NAS. Yeah, We have a temporary folder set up and we just l- dump everything in there. And you're like, hey, Marie, do you need this stuff? Or do you want these videos from Lexi's uh, uh, ballet class? Or do you mm-hmm. want you know that, that photo of you and your boss at you know the theme park? Like, instead of like, trying to figure out is this nearby share or quick share is this iPhone so I can't send it to Bluetooth but then I can do this but I can't do that we've given up oh because Marie's also Marie's work phone is an iPhone and her personal mm-hmm. phone is now the pixel 8 so this is all a huge mess like getting any two devices to talk to each other but we all all of our gadgets can find the network share and so we just dump everything there and then let God sort them out. You know, like whenever you need it, you know exactly where you can go and look for it. No, and we don't yeah. even have to worry about is it on G Drive or OneDrive or is it in iCloud? Well, no. Plus your, your it's own here, internal network and is going to be way faster. So the much faster. Content, it's yeah, no, no, you're, so much faster. You have no idea how much I, how many problems I have with with internet connectivity. Like I have, I have the fastest download speeds, but yeah. it, it, it's going to sound very pretentious, but I have 40 megabits up and it's still not, not enough. enough to be able to give me what not I need, enough that I have to do not so much close. more work to, to try to transfer content. Yeah, no internal always. And, and for me, you're right. Cause for me at, at the office right now, my NAS is in the office with mm-hmm. me. So it's even a shorter distance of travel. Yeah. So it's never a big thing, but uh, I'll say the. The, the I I like nearby share for specifically with my desktop because I can shoot content, drop that over Wi-Fi, and it gets there very fast. I love that function. It just doesn't work as well on Mac. That's the only thing. It's just not consistent nah. even with the development that's been put in. And when I travel, that's where the, the the dependencies end up becoming. Just I now know that at least wired connection works great. So when I'm mm-hmm. using devices that are not connect that are not designed to have that that obviously I don't use iPhones, so I can't airdrop anything. Um, Everything has to be wired, but at least it's right. consistent and at least it's fast. Um, I just wish the UI on the app that I use was better for organization purpose. I can't sort by most recent, by name, by file size. So it's almost kind of like I always have to find what the latest is and to just capture those and count how many images back if I just shot a whole bunch of different clips or I just do a massive dump. And it just, yeah, that that's literally the, the best way to do it. But yeah, no, I it, it's... 
it's very useful, very nice. And again, I, I appreciate the fact that it's more unison. I just, it was an easier transition. It was easier to, for people to figure out that quick share now is what nearby share used to be because they're going to feel like at one point that they just lost nearby share. I'm telling you, if they just kept calling it Android Beam. Beam me up, Scotty. That's how we do it. I, but I mean, like the consistency matters. It makes it look like you're iterating and supporting. It doesn't look like you're killing projects and then trying to force people into other alternatives. Uh, Ghost Starscream, does anyone know if iPhone has NAS accessibility? So I don't know about using an iPhone file manager to find network shares. I don't believe that that works well, mm-hmm. but... If you have a pre-built NOS, like not if you rolled your own NOS, um, like the QNAP app on iOS is pretty good. So it still dumps it into a little bucket folder that the rest of the phone can sometimes miss. Um, But like say you take a photo or a video... Uh, you can you, you can go through your gallery and point your the QNAP NOS uh, the QNAP NOS app at your gallery and get stuff uploaded that way. When you download it, it sort of lives just in the folder for QNAP. It doesn't really kind of live on the phone. It seems compartmentalized. But for a lot of what we do and like when we're moving stuff back and forth between like Marie's Pixel to her iPhone, that's one of the only ways that you can kind of cross-platform without throwing it up on the cloud and then re-downloading it on another device, it's much more accessible um, to both devices if you go to the NAS as sort of like the intermediary instead. Especially if you're at home. Most definitely when you're at home because that, that's the better connection. Although, even even when traveling, like if we've got decent 5G, it's still better. <laughs> like it still lives somewhere that I know where it is and I know every device we have can access it even if the data connection is slow, as opposed to even like messing with a cloud solution. It is a cloud solution because it's my cloud. It just Your lives cloud. in my office. Exactly. But like, I, I trust that more and it seems more accessible. And it's funny, but like, I'm just, I know what my hardware can do. So. Yeah, no, no. And, and you won't have that conversation of the, uh, do I need to upgrade my storage just because I uploaded this extra file? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm right. I'm I'm in that middle of yeah. <laughs> are, are, are you are you are you planning out like a drive upgrade? Because weren't you I getting close? To. I need to. I'm I'm actually getting close to the to the limit of my uh, minds. I was running. I am running. That was, but the problem is, I ended up like end of last year when one of my drives failed. If I can get this box, mm-hmm. um, I chose to go buy more drives, but I ended up buying a few more red drives four four gigs. But I'd love okay. to be able to upgrade them to like eights or tens, but it's that means I have two boxes of four gig, four terabytes. Sorry, not gigs, four terabyte drives that are not used. That you the Seagate Red, um, mm-hmm. not Seagate Western Digital Red, um, that I'd have to figure out how to sell and then start doing the, if I remember correctly, right. the long process of upgrading because it's not an easy. Just you plug it in and you're like, oh yeah, just rebuild the library. So, so I mean, are, if you're RAID five, I mean, like the the tool to just sort of restripe a drive isn't difficult but it it's is time cool. consuming it's, it's the time consuming part yeah i know it's not yeah a, it's, I, I don't think it's a I, issue i it's think more... going i have a three bay and going through all three drives then rebuilding the pool and I'm then three but it could be a recalculating point. like what the user shares were mm-hmm. um i want to say that was four days mm-hmm. 
to go through each drive, replace the, the old drive, yeah. put in the new one, and then re, sort of rebuild the, the storage pool. So you kind of count, say it's going to be a day more than the number of drives in your NAS. But what you could also do is maybe pick up like another enclosure and just have the older oh, drives just dumb, dumb plugged drive. in as yet, yet another. No, no, no. Like if you get another, so what do you, do you have a four bay? I have a four bay QNAP. Yeah, I'm looking at it. So if you got another four bay and you plugged that into the QNAP, you could daisy chain. So those old drives could still be a different storage volume for other content. So you could say like all my work stuff is going to be on bay, uh, on enclosure one. Yeah. And then all of my Blu-ray and DVD rips can be on include in, in enclosure two. And then connect. It so to I still have as, a, as just storage so that it connects to the apps and so on. So I no, still have just... like the four terabytes from that terrible Western digital. And I'm mm-hmm. looking at maybe trying to find like an, a little four bay solution because I, I have, so I that have would be twelve terabytes of storage just sitting a, there. I forgot the name of the brand, and I can't tell from here because it's just too dark down there. But I did a, a collaboration with them on a video that um, it was. It's it's not a it's not a, a it's not a NAS, and it's not a smart uh, smart backup. But it, essentially, it unifies it and makes it. Um, ah, I forgot the name of it. I got to figure out what it is. <laughs> but it has a built-in HDMI uh, for for video output. Mm-hmm. But it becomes kind of like a hub plus. Uh, three bay drive connection in there as well as the ability of basically uh, having an SD card, HDMI, all the good things that you want to basically connect to a laptop that doesn't have a lot of ports, but this adds all those functionality. That's how I run 90% of what I have here. It works great, but the storage of the drives that I'm using are old, are some of my old IDE like, mm. drives that I've you know, I, they're old. They're just sitting there. Yeah, and yeah. If I, if I can find a good deal, let's just say this: if I can find a good deal on about five Western Digital Reds at like eight or ten gig, uh, tera, uh, sorry, terabytes, mm-hmm. then that made some conversation go because this is it's not a cheap upgrade. That's the problem. These drives are like two to three hundred bucks, and that was the four yeah. terabyte. I so, got the twenty terabytes on some great sales at the end of last year, and I have not seen their prices anywhere near that since. It's. Uh, yeah, it's almost and like it was it was a big bite out of my tech budget. Yeah, at the end of last year, just replay, and it was we're talking three drives, but they were twenty TB. Um, but I'm so glad I did because <laughs> like prices went higher and then went higher. So um, that was the chance. Yeah, that's I'd, the I'd also say price. just to to wait it out and just kind of mm-hmm. see the ebb and flow because we just heard the um, the twenty four terabytes were out when I did my twenty terabyte upgrade. Mm-hmm. And now I think Seagate is talking up a 30 terabyte, like the new platters that they've got, a 30 TB. Mm-hmm. So if 30 TB is out there, you might be able to find some great deals on like 16. So if you could go Iron Wolf Pro, and I think Iron Wolf Pro starts at 12. Um, oh, yeah. I yeah. really like what they're what Seagate's doing right now. I mean, the Western Digitals are still great, and I still swear by like the the WD Reds of all the drives that they make. I, I like yeah. those a lot. I was, I was but, looking at the the twelve terabytes are like two twenty nine per for the twelve, and they go up to twenty four. But like man, like four of those. And the problem is, I learned my lesson. I need I can't buy four. I have to buy five. I should always have a spare. Because oh, when I yeah. did have my failure, it took me a while to find the because it's to get older, the, yeah. yeah the four terabytes are not popular right so the solution where I started isn't being repaired by but, but I needed to replace the yeah. drive because the drive was damaged to rebuild the 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 actual uh, you know that makes the, sense 
the the raid the array so the 7229 oh my god i gotta keep looking because like the six terabytes but, are 140 right now but that's not a big upgrade it's only two extras oh i would not do that no 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 i would no, not do that at all and, 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 sure and like higher but you know let me see how much put, put put like a put like a pricing alert Three nineteen. On... Wow, that is a big jump. For what the twenties from, from from the twelve to the sixteens, we go from two twenty nine. Oh yeah, nineteen. So it's a hundred, like ninety bucks more to go. But I mean, it's it's just four extra terabytes. It's thirty percent more storage, but it's a it hundred dollars more. So, but but like put a pricing alert on it and just mm-hmm. keep an eye out. And when the thirty TBs hit, I think we'll see a little bit of a ripple on pricing across the line. Um, but yeah, it's, that, uh, yeah, that is dang. Man. Okay. Yeah. Two to 30. Like, so, oh my God. Yeah. I got to stop looking at harder. Like, or was, you could like rip open one of those little like uh mini PCs and just put it in a different, uh, like a different PC case and you could just pack that full of drives oh, and you can roll your own NOS. <laughs> I have enough mini PCs. Actually, I have a new one that, uh, like from Geekom that I need to, to start working on. Oh, right on. Did you get the, which one, which one did you get? Uh, it's a, it's a, I think it's, it's, it's supposed to be one of their budget ones. I think, I'm not sure it's the air or something. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Not, the airs it, are usually like they're not, it's, they don't call it Celeron anymore, but whatever that. And some, the end, the, the end N series. series. Yeah. The end series yeah. CPUs. I can't remember which Those, one, but they're not bad. I mean, they're, they're, they're not, they're, they're really not. And they're fine IO, for like. Yeah. But it's kind of like the TV oh. stick. I remember it to me. It, it yeah. feels like a TV the Azul. Stick, yeah. The yeah. Azul one. But put in a bigger box and more I.O. and better cooling. Like, just literally that. So that's what I did for my first um, uh, project was uh, taking one of the lower power mini PCs and turning that into a Plex server that pointed Mm -hmm. to my NOS. And they're really good at that. And if it weren't for some just sticky issues that I had with transcoding, I probably just would have kept it because it's so low power. I mean, it idles at like eight watts. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good for that. No, so no, if you've I got like have... family or friends who who just like I surf the web and I need to pay my bills online and my son writes documents in Word, oh then they're amazing. No. But this... if you want, you yeah. can turn them into a, a headless file server. And they're incredible at being little mini home servers. Well, yeah, but I think it's very similar to what the QNAP does anyways, because it actually is a headless uh, mm-hmm. server that has HDMI out if you want. You actually can connect the uh, the uh, the QNAP into a, to yeah. a monitor. But my QNAP couldn't do hardware uh, hardware video transcoding. Oh, okay. well, yeah, because I think we got them at a different time. But, yeah, no, I, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's um, – I think for me right now – I have I have a, a good solution for what I want to do with the four terabytes when I'm done with them, but I need to kind of start the process of figuring out where mm-hmm. can I get five, you know, twelve terabytes. Where can I get five, you know, sixteen terabytes at a at a decent deal? Because you're right. Yeah, at the end of the day, if I have better storage and it works better, I think I think twelve will be a good jump for you. And I think is. when you go from twelve to sixteen, you're talking about a different platter arrangement. And I think that's one of the reasons why we see the price of the drives jump. It's a much bigger um, jump than, than going from like eight to twelve so, but, or eight but, to ten to twelve. But seriously, set up a price alert on WD Red mm-hmm. for twelve TB, and then also for Seagate um, Iron Wolf for twelve TB. And I, I, I'd be shocked if we didn't see some kind of um, 
some sort of price adjustment when the 30s really start making it out into the market. I can't remember. I'm going to have to try and look it up, see if it's going to break now your heart red how much I... And then Red Pros? When did that become a Oh, thing? I don't know what Red Plus is. Um, for our needs... Actually, I mean, Red Pro actually is kind of nice if you think that you're going to be, like, really editing a lot of video off of them. It's still overkill, but... Um, I'm... I'm I, it's it's I, a I, nice piece of mind. It's harder... Yeah... But it, it, I mean, there's still 7,200 RPMs, though. We're not talking like even the Red Pro. Okay, I, now we're making it into a shopping. Sorry, everybody. We're, I know it's just <laughs> it sounds like we turned the show into a shopping thing because we need to fix a problem. But no, um, I, I do need so to set this, up a price alert. Like this, this is this oh, is probably gonna. Yeah, sorry. This is probably gonna hurt. I I don't know what what other prices you're seeing, but the sale I got. On the Iron Wolf Pro 20 TBs, they were 300 bucks a pop. For the 20 terabyte? For the 20s. The prices are so much higher now. I think they're like 410, 415, something like that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, no. So uh, I got them for uh, for the prices that they're being sold now. If that was MSRP, I got them for 100 bucks off a piece. Yeah. And... I'll I'll have I, to yeah I'll have to wait till I find a good deal like maybe I don't know I thought I was Pretty like I thought I was really overspending like I just dropped a thousand dollars on hard that, drives that, that's how much it cost me at the time when I first set up yeah even at the time but now I'm feeling that I probably did okay <laughs> I, it's still a lot of money but it would have been a lot more money had I just gotten them now so okay. yeah I'll I'll have to figure but either way so with I mean. Hard drives are always going to be an issue for me, but for me, it was more more about the data that I have in there because I I do back up a lot of my stuff on there, not just the yeah. profile uh, like uh, projects and so on like that, but it's more so like pictures and so on, like backups and stuff like that. I I, I need to set it up so knowing that, that I have enough storage now, I can have it auto backup and have every device. And whenever I set it up, it doesn't back up directly just to Drive or to Google uh, Photos. I just have it straight onto the NAS, and then that way, God forbid, mm-hmm. the phone goes kaput. You know, we at least yeah. have all of our content off of it, which is a big problem. Um, we did have some corrupt SD cards in the past, back when devices used to support them. You know, I still have not tanked an SD card. I mean, it knock on wood, it, it I don't want to test purpose. that. It, I think I truly. Yeah, think I know, I know, yeah. I know. You're not yeah. going out there. Let me go wreck a card and lose all my data on it. But thankfully, like, because we've been having people in the chat, like right now, talking about, like, oh, well, I had a you know a, a 256 gig card, or mm-hmm. wouldn't it be nice if phones still had memory cards? And I think we would all agree that it would be better oh, to be able to expand our storage. I'm going back to like I was shooting 4K video on my Note 4. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I've ever like nuked a card. That's good. And I don't know if that's like maybe I'm upgrading them more aggressively than I think I am, mm-hmm. but I I know I've got like 32 and 64 gig cards that were still in semi-regular rotation today. Those typically I yeah, I haven't had any issues with those. The, the one that tanked for us was a 256 SanDisk, but it oh, was Oh, like the bigger Yeah, the bigger, it was the bigger storage yeah. one, but I I and I don't know if it was maybe one of the first generation SanDisk. I, I just Maybe. all I know is it was in it was in my wife's phone and it's at one day she's like I can't access my pictures and I was like I take out the memory card put it on my computer like Ooh, let's see what we can salvage <laughs> and I salvaged some of them but it was yeah. it was it was a library of pictures that she was transferring from one phone to the other and 
the only thing that we have there is obviously that I have my versions of my pictures and she has her versions of the pictures. So some of the ones that she had are, are lost. Like I can't, there's nothing I could do about it, but we, it's not like we're totally out, but it's still, again, like it, I, I just knowing that I have more storage and capable of not maxing it out because it is getting to the max mm-hmm. would make it a much better life. And I think the, the 10, the 10 terabytes are running for 200, but the, for an extra 30 bucks, I get two extra terabytes. It makes so much sense just to go to that or even go 14. Maybe just do the 14. I can find a good deal on, on 14. Yeah, no, I mean, four, once you get to the 14, you might want to just get to the 18. And <laughs> from 18, you're just a hop, skip, and a jump to the 20s. I think Those that's new where 24s are looking pretty hot. I'm just saying. It's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the, the jump. And how much more? I mean, I'm not making a lot of money. I'm saying you, say that. You, you, okay. you, you, you could make a little jump, but what a, have you considered a hop, skip, and a jump? I'm hop just saying. Skip, you hop, know, skip, jumps, you, dash, double, double, double jump, kind of like a double right jump. Here. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We're, we're exactly. wavelengthing land, here. Land, Absolutely. Land I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see how long that. Actually, surprisingly, I think it, as long as the speed of the drive goes up. Because I think with all of these drives that we're talking about, we're still kind of looking around 7,200 RPM. It's either 5,400 or 7,200. We are, we're not yeah. really going much farther in the... the no, 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 I mean, like, what the the, the speed, um, what I was able to like do 10, there was... We're RPM uh, drives, because those are supposed to be server-side. No, so I mean, like, like and, and really, I found, and someone please correct me if they've had different experiences, right, we're geeking but out on once you start... Right this, welcome to the once show. Once you start... Putting a RAID together, like RAID 5, which isn't phenomenally fancy, um, the difference in performance between like 7200 and 10,000 when you've got these striped drives is not tremendous. And I feel like 10,000 RPM has fallen out of fashion because instead what you'd want to do is make sure that you've got a larger SSD as a buffer. Mm -hmm. So I've got a 256 gig Western Digital Blue uh, SSD in my NOS. Mm-hmm. And so I'll get like a surge speed as I'm transferring files. And then the NAS is responsible for actually striping that information across the drives. Um, I, I feel like there is almost no benefit in performance or, or uh, consistency or any of that if you're looking at 10,000 RPM drives. Like I, oh. I, don't, I don't think they really make them in enterprise Anymore no, I, I, all at I know this kind of scale. The longest time, like of all I the mean, that we've done, we jumped I'm off. Probably talking out my rear. No, no, no. I, I, actually, now that you kind of mentioned it, I kind of need to double check. I actually Hot don't drives. think I have an SSD in there. Actually, I'm only running the drive. In your NAS? Yeah, I don't think I. Okay, ever, I ever you have it. a bunch of those. Hold on, you've got a bunch of those mini PCs, right? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I have. So when you're done, I have the hardware. Hold, hold on, it is not a question. I have the hardware. I just when when you're it. done, also also do this. Because I recently just upgraded my NAS to 16 gigabytes of RAM. It came oh. with four. But I also have a little mini PC that now only has four gigabytes of RAM. So <laughs> take one of those like little mini Geekom. Finish up whatever you need to do on that Geekom. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't have a use for that Geekom, gank wow. that SSD. That Pop the RAM. Geekom, unfortunately, I as you we were talking to me, I kind of it, it hit me, and I don't know why it didn't uh, make sense before. Actually, that would be a perfect PC for my um, for my in laws. 
because they're running on an old yeah. Celeron laptop and they're connecting the laptop to a monitor to be able to get a better experience from it. This they this would just circumvent that entire experience and giving them a PC desktop minimizes yeah. the clutter and having too many. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. No, I, I do have others. I have I think some of our other other devices that we've worked with before, and I think I have a, a Geekon from last year that I worked with them on another on another build that I may be able to take some pieces out of. But no, I I, I think I just I never bothered. It never, it never, like I've had the pieces, but it just never put two and two together. The NOS was always sitting upstairs in a different room. And when I finally moved it here, uh, other than just making sure that it's still alive and it works great, I never really bothered trying to figure out how to fine tune it, I guess. But yeah, adding an SSD would definitely help me, especially with transferring content on and off of it. Yeah. And no, I mean, it really, it's so much faster as a swap space. So I did look it up. Yeah, there are still 10,000 and also 15,000 RPM drives. I don't think they really make Raptors anymore. Mm-mm. WD Velociraptor. It's a, what is this? It's a one terabyte, 10,000 RPM drive. It's 128 bucks, but it's not built for any type of system that we'd, we'd work on. I mean, these we're talking about like drives and caddies that are like for different kinds of arrays. I, I I would not – you'd have to have very specific – and we're getting to a point yeah. where if performance were that intense or that critical, and I'm not seeing many um, 10,000 RPM drives, like there are a handful that are above 2 terabytes. At that point, you could start setting up arrays on SSDs. And oh, just there's no up. way – yeah, there's no way an array of SSDs is going to get tanked by a bunch of really big, hot, noisy, loud 10,000 RPM hard drive spinning disks. It'll, it'll like, be the best, that's not a thing. No, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think, but anything that I can do to keep the hardware going, I think overall it's more about, it's a, it's a working progress, not working progress, it's a working system and it just needs to get mm-hmm. better better pieces. And I think that's the beauty. Yeah. You can so set up your price alert. I, yeah. I, I, considering that I got a sale, because the MSRP on the 20 terabytes was $500. It's currently selling for $410, and I got it for $300. I have to believe that you're going to see some sales like that down the line. So, oh, yeah. And I just realized I had a whole bunch of updates also on my NAS that I need to update. I, I like, JGJ's like, but SSDs wear out shorter, though. And you're like... Have you ever had to service systems with 10,000 and 15,000 RPM spinning disks? They're not known for their bestest longevity. <laughs> so, I, I'm, yeah. If, if it's like I have to swap drives more frequently, but I get substantially more performance in a much smaller package and lower power draw, I don't know. I kind of feel like SSDs are a good fight against. Right. Well, we, I mean, we use 15,000 RPM discs. I'll say this. To this day, I haven't had an SSD fail me. I haven't had, I've had. Oh, but, but I mean, like, if we're, if we're, because these, these are enterprise solutions, right? So you're yeah, writing yeah. and reading, you're reading and writing tons of information to these. So you're absolutely right. But if you got a really high quality SSD, an enterprise grade SSD, and your whole point was like, I needed the insane throughput of a 15,000 RPM drive, I think in terms of longevity, and in terms of performance, mm-hmm. you've got – it's a different fight, but you've got – I think you've got more pros on the SSD side than on uh, the Velociraptor side. Yeah, just talking about the whole conversation made me double-check and make sure that I had um, 
uh, my SSDs and everything is running good. Yeah, nope, system's doing good. It's been up and running for 136 days. Good deal. Yeah. Well, with that check, with, with that test and getting that out of the way, we should probably start wrapping this up. Yeah, no, no. So, um, so actually, out of curiosity, speaking of which, I mean, I talked about the Find X7 Ultra on my side and so on. What, what, what's coming up with you? Are you anything else coming up before the? I'll be other than the X100 Pro. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So I've I've actually got a, a bunch of smaller video shot that I'm going to start trickling out to the Patreon. Okay. Um, things like uh, I, I did a little primer on uh, different types of multitasking, like between mm-hmm. foldable phones and slate phones. I also have a video that. Um, uh, de- detailing like RSS feeds, like we were kind of joking about earlier on in the podcast, but I made a little video just saying like, if you want to bypass the YouTube algorithm, this is really easy now and you can make your own dedicated feed and organize it exactly the way that you want. It's like we were talking about playlists, mm-hmm. but really you can do that with YouTube channels in a way that YouTube will not let you do yeah. with your own account. So I've got a lot of things like that coming out. Today, I had to clear up this kind of like simmering on Reddit controversy where the difference in naming between the camera sensor on the OnePlus 12 is missing a letter compared to the camera sensor name on the OnePlus Open. And people were trying to make this claim that, oh, well, that means that OnePlus cheaped out and is using a much lower quality or cheaper image sensor and... Really? That kind of thing takes root. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, people go looking for the gotcha on a OnePlus like no other brand. Now that LG's out of the situation, people are looking for that. Oh, well, that, I mean, that's that's where they cheaped out. And it's different than the open, and it's a controversy. And so I put together a video just saying, like, I don't think this is the problem you guys think it is. So it's it's a lot of those types of feature highlights and 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 individual like topic, not mm-hmm. necessarily tutorials, but just sort of topic videos. And then obviously I've got to finish up. Well, I've got to finish up Pixel Eight Pro camera review, which was supposed to be out in January. I didn't make that, but Vivo X One Hundred Pro is getting its proper revisit. As I just I keep using it on almost every project I'm putting together right now. It it is a tough, tough, tough conversation to be had around something that you use so much that it you, mm-hmm. you have to kind of stop using it to be able to review it in a way kind of way but no seriously ces so much easier to walk around you know again when when the tech stops being it becomes an extension of you as opposed to a thing that you have to think about how to shoot with and you that's just trust it you so just fast. trust it yeah it, it that's yeah. the thing like other than having my, my my main dslr just to be able to do the video the, the talking head part Everything else was shot on the Vivo X100 Pro, like everything, mm-hmm. the, the, the pan shots, the zoom shots, the, the tracking shots, everything, the, the still images, everything, all the different shots that I did there. And I, when I was transferring content, like I shot like almost 60 gigs worth of stuff. Like this is like, yeah, yeah like you could shoot a lot of the content. And oh, it's good. Like, because you're shooting it because, not, because I love shooting at 4K60. I'm starting to think <laughs> I, I may have to start like thinking for whenever I have to shoot for vertical, like for, for social stuff, I may start downgrading it to 1080 just to be able to save some space because I'm like, mm-hmm. um, like just, or 
you, you shoot it wide and then you crop and you put out a 1080p video from a horizontal. From, yeah, exactly. You could, you could shoot, you could do that. The, the, the ter- but the we'll, trick we'll that, work uh, out your strategy in a future episode of this absolutely. podcast. What, what, what else do you have coming up? Because you, you also wrapping up a Vivo I, X100 I think, Pro. So the X100 Pro for me is and, just went up this morning. Um, I think the Find X7 Ultra and I have my Keychron uh, keyboard that I need to put out video as well. Nice. The Q5 Max. It's a 96% uh, keyboard. I think I showed it last week in the, in the, in the video, but again, it's one of those things I'm using it every day. I, yeah, <laughs> I got to stop using it. I have it to stop time. using it to talk I about it. I don't want it. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful upgrade over the video that I put out for Keychron earlier. I think around Chris, around the, around CES, that one was more of a 75% and it's very nice and, and compact. And I think Omar loves that one. That's his, that was his keyboard. And they basically just did this one where it just, it's a gaming keyboard, it's banana uh, switches, and it just really very nice. And it, again, I, I have the, the the numeric pad because whenever I'm doing tables or, or spreadsheets, I just, that's like my memory. Like I just, my right hand just starts typing as if it's a calculator. And I miss that when I'm using the 75. So this was a nice, a nice little upgrade and solid build. All the features, large battery and Man, it's nice. seriously weight. The build on these things, Keychron just out of the out of it blows it out of the water. But yeah, those two are the, the next times. two things, and I'm sure other things will pop up. Uh, I got to start also unboxing that uh, <laughs> that honor. That's a big guy. That is a big guy. That Force one's actually worth doing an unboxing. There's actually something to take out of the box. There's a lot of things in there. Like, it, like seriously, the box is heavy. It is like <laughs> at least five to six pounds. I'm not kidding. It's a I heavy box. It. And I don't, I I'm pretty it. sure they didn't weigh it down with a lot of metal. I am pretty sure that that's not that. But yeah. But yeah, that's going to be the next thing for me, hopefully in the next week. And then uh, a surprise. We'll see. We'll surprise everybody sometime next week. I think something. it'll be surprising. Yay. It'll be fun. Yes, definitely. A couple things. So, with that being said, I do want to say thank you very much to everybody for hanging out with us on this beautiful Thursday. Uh, two old dudes just geeking out on hard drives, apparently, because that's how the show went this year, this week. Um, we are in February, legit February, but before the month is over, we are going to have a massive event. I am going to be going to MWC that part. I did confirm, um, uh, my attendance there. So hopefully that's going to be good stuff going on. Um, a lot of things hopefully being announced, a lot of cool things to talk about, but from now till then seems like a lifetime. So we'll, we'll take you guys one week at a time for another episode, hopefully. So make sure to catch Juan on Monday on the SGTQA on his channel, as well as actually the same YouTube channel here for the podcast. And uh, make sure to come back with us here another episode of the best of our week next week on Thursday. And we'll have way more stuff. I, I'm pretty sure we're going to have way more new things to talk about. Hope you guys yes. have fun. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, everybody. Bam.